Firstly, I'd like to welcome you back to the Thoughts of Things podcast. As always, I'm your host, Fusli. Um, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be um, here, uh, well, sharing with you some of the things that I actually am going to talk to you about. There's quite a lot that I've been able to learn today. I've been able to read a lot about marketing. So I think, like, we're going to start, like, specializing because that's, like, the thing for me. I mean... I've always been like a fanatic about marketing and how to, how to. I mean, the, the philosophy of getting things across to people and selling things to people, you know, more than just like the monetary exchange, but also the, the relationship that you know you create with people and the, and the and the, the feeling of attachment that you build with people, you know. So like you have that you create that propensity, to 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 consume people from you you know as an individual because at the end of the day like the truth is people do not buy people do not buy what you have but rather they buy into who you are you know the kind of person that you are the kind of traits that you carry around the kind of person that you build yourself to become you know so people are like more inclined into the person that you become and the person who you are and the product that you're selling then of course the positioning of your products is also very important like how you how you flout out your product how you put it out before your clients is also important you know um but it's not as important as it's not as important as who you are and how you portray your product you know to to the person who you want to buy it you know because the truth is you're not the only person who's selling what you're selling you're not the first one and you'll not be the last one and certainly there will come someone who's selling a better product than yours much much more i mean much more the specifications are much better the design is much better the i mean the sophistication is much better than what you have you know but what keeps your clients loyal to you is probably the you know the relationship that goes beyond the the, the the dollar bill or the the cash amount that they've given in for the for the commodity. Take an example. Um, for example, the the iPhone, the iPhone, Apple products. Most of the Apple products are influenced majorly, majorly by, majorly by the feeling that it brings, that it carries, the emotional attachment that the brand um, carries with each product. And if at all there are other phones, you know, that I could tell you. Are much better than the iPhone, but most people do not realize that. So yeah, as I was saying, um, most people tend to think and believe that like it takes it takes the commodity to be like well packaged and well well built and well I mean well well furnished and furnished, but that that's barely okay, of course that is part of the work, but then it barely it barely suffices like for for you to get that commodity across as i was saying i was giving you the example of apple and other products so what apple did was that they 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 built they built a tribe they built what we can call a culture a culture what russell Brunson prefers to call a culture like it's a culture but then it's a cult in a char like when you're writing the culture it's c-u-l-t then there's a hyphen then there's the U R E, you know. So you first create a cult. So when you create a cult, then you get people to follow the cult, you know. So you uh, create a certain system of of belief, 
a certain certain values you attach certain values to the product and then you get people to actually um, relate to to the product in that sense or in that perspective that you have you know bounded it with and once you have very many people then you are able to uh, have a culture so it's it's different the concept is different between it's different from a culture and then a culture you know so that is what apple did and that is what they have continued to do as much as yes they've not ignored the fact that they've not ignored uh, the beauty and the design and i mean the, the efficiency of the phone of the device and i mean all the other small small attributes but if at all there is anything that has kept uh, the apple Apple phone long on the market it is because of the upper product sorry long on the market it's because of the franchise it's because of the the cults that they created around that product you know because like right now if you actually phone someone that owned an, that owned an iPhone and you ask them why they liked why they liked the iPhone or what about the iPhone that you know they find very impressive they will tell you probably it has a nice camera or it has a very fast processor and like for sure yes they may have a point but it's not um a point that you could put on the scale and it makes the scale tip because i mean there are also other phones that if you compare this has always been happening i've seen people do it they compare the processor and it's the same like it's i mean it, it if it is at all any better it is like better by a few nanoseconds you know but it is very hard to even notice the difference at all you know because now if you look at if we look at uh phones like for example the the brand the Nokia brand there was a time when it was knocked out of business you know simply because um yes they had you know it's an example now of a brand that had a good product had a <coughs> i mean the product was good the product was reliable it was durable it was it was user friendly it was everything that someone would want but they never had they never built a cult around the product so time came by and they were kicked out of business you know because they were unable to have people that were affiliated to to the product like i talked about in the previous podcast you know when you have true funds you know someone once said that if you have 1000 true funds then that is enough for you to make a living you know so a decent living and this was an american philosopher that said it so by american standards if you're able to actually make a decent living off of 1000 true funds then you know if you're living in a third world country then probably you are one of the most comfortable human beings in in the country so one of the things also that of course contribute to you making or creating or building a true fund base is you know having a cult that is why people rally behind uh behind um culture like beliefs you know because it is something that bonds people together it's something that brings people together it's something that unifies them and gives them a sense of belonging and togetherness you know so once you are able to create that around your brand um you can be able to actually get people to you know affiliate themselves with your brand so you may ask me now how do i do it how do i do that so what you want to do is you want to firstly focus on the kind of value that your brand brings that your brand um concentrates or what i mean your brand is all about so once you're able to figure out what exactly your brand does for 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 people like how do they benefit from it 
then and only then will you be able to actually understand how how much value you can bring to them so like you do not concentrate on what the product does in particular but you concentrate on you concentrate on the feeling that the product is associated with you know you could actually create a feeling you can establish a feeling like if we look at for example steel upper products you know they created a feeling of high self esteem you know they created a feeling of professionalism and uh professionalism and i mean they created a sense of high standard in community you know if we look at our setting um community setting of today if someone has an iphone they may barely even be using it to its optimum use most of us actually barely exhaust the potentials of our phones even me myself i find myself unable to actually exhaust all you know all the features of the phone if you go to system settings and then you looked for your you you, you analytically even even if it's not analytical you just go to you type uh usage usage like phone usage it will be able to bring for you the statistical measure of how you've been using the phone and which softwares you've been using which apps you've been using how long you've been using them you know for some other sophisticated soft uh, phones operating systems they will be able to even tell you how much if for example you've been using mobile data how much mobile data you've been using you know whilst using some of these apps and softwares so like you'll notice that most of us myself included uh we find ourselves like more engaged with social media platforms whatsapp twitter instagram facebook snapchat uh, i mean the very many uh, youtube and whatever 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 they're endless but there's some apps that all of us will agree you at least we have one or two apps on our phones that we barely visit like we could take almost three days or two days without ever feeling like we need to use the app you know and we only open it probably when it is like dire like it it, it is it is it is <laughs> like you you need to open it you know when it is necessary but you never occasionally tap on it and see its functionality or whatsoever i'm thinking of the calculator i'm thinking of the calculator because like most people would only pull out the calculator if they have a mathematical um a mathematical backing you know to do it otherwise if there is no need to do some calculation whatsoever then i mean there's no need for the calculation for the calculator right and most of us sometimes we barely need to calculate i mean like if if it's money for example probably it's just small small change so we can always use our minds to to like do the math so we barely refer to you know we barely refer to to the calculator but as i was saying what apple did was they created a certain sense of belonging towards their product so whenever and whoever owned an iphone they felt like they 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 they, they were part of the brand they were part of the product they were not just buying the iphone they were buying they're buying the feeling that you know it brings you know the 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 virtual how can i say it the perceived respect that it commands in community you know sometimes whenever i mean like even me when i see someone with an iphone i'd be like "Hmm, guys you know like we affiliate 
someone having an iPhone to like I mean like a small god <laughs> or something, you know. So no matter how high it got, like people would still buy into it. You know, someone once said, um, I think I read it from Expert Secret still from Russell Brunson. By the way, that's the current book I'm use I'm trying to read. So I may refer to it quite a number of times on very many occasions. So he said he said actually he quote it was from let me check my notes. It was from Bill Kennedy. He said that if you can't be the cheapest, then you must be the most expensive. You know, if you cannot be the cheapest in your market, then you have to be the most expensive. So, like, there is there, there is always a struggle for, um, for who will get the sell, you know, for who will get the sell. And sometimes, you know, we get to find ourselves in very flooded markets. Now, what I mean by flooded market in in economic marketing terms, it is called, um, it's called a red ocean. You know, so a red ocean is, um, that there's a way that the that the literature people say, it. like, uh, how can I say, like, a di- an indirect reference. There's a way it is called, an indirect reference to something. You know, like, when there are very many sharks. You know, now the sharks are in reference to people who are offering a product. You know. And then, of course, the fish are the people who come in to, to, to buy. So if there are very many sharks that are biting all over the place, there's barely enough food for all the sharks, you know, and soon some sharks start dying a natural death. And those that have, you know, grown, like, are bigger than the the the, 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 the small ones. Well, by natural selection, they're able to outwork the small ones. And, I mean, they get to survive longer and live longer, you know because they have ha- they have the mass and they have the capacity so again this also goes to the people who are starting up a business <coughs> what you want to do is as we discussed yesterday what you want to do is you want to make sure that when you're starting your business you make sure that the the, the market that you're going to is firstly not i mean it's not drowned by very many it's not danced by very many sharks you know otherwise you'll get outmuted and outcompeted and all the resources that you put in will go to waste so what you want to do is you want to find or not even find you can even create you can even create your own ocean you can create your own sub market you know the 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 more specific the sub market the higher your chances of survival for longer and sometimes it doesn't even have to be a lot like sometimes you just have to make a small twitch to what it is that you do you know like for example if it is workout you know if if you're doing workouts if you want to become a trainer uh, by the way this is a good time for you to if, if you're thinking of um, doing workouts and all doing workout routines and all that kind of stuff all you need is a tripod yeah a tripod and a good phone camera it doesn't have to be very good as long as i mean you could be seen properly and i mean your microphone is also proper stable you could get all those things from jumia um, I tried to look into Jumia for a tripod. Most of them are to be shipped and received by at least 25th of next month. So that's that's quite long. That's quite long, you know. But nonetheless, you could. I mean, you could you could specify yours. You could specify your training to probably those who are in a one-roomed house. You know, one-roomed house. And if there are very many people who are doing workouts for people in one-roomed houses, you could say one-roomed house, 
with one chair, you know. So all the people in one in a, in in a single room with one chair, you know, will feel like will, will feel a sense of attachment to you, like to what you do, you know. So you could incorporate your workouts with the chair. You could incorporate, you know. I mean, there are very many workouts that I I for one I also do. Um, I'm I'm into physique and fitness, so I I have quite a bit of idea when it comes to working out and and physique. So yeah, you could you could use the chair, you could use the floor, you could use the bed. I mean, there are very many workouts that you could do, you know, with body weight and all that kind of stuff. Though I have never really exhausted myself when it comes to when it comes to working out just using body weight. I tend to prefer to go to the gym and and like feel the metal, you know. So um I've never really invested a lot of time in finding out but of course there are also apps out there, you know. Like sometimes you do not have to be certified for you to be an expert, you know. There was actually a very interesting story that I read about there was a lecturer that was that had never been that had never ever been a lecture a lecturer and he lectured for a whole academic year not until he was you know he was found out so he was lecturing a certain course unit but he was not like a professional he was not um professional to lecture it but students were studying and they're grasping information and they're sitting for exams i do not know how they're sitting for exams by the way without the system without the university discovering probably there's a little bit of there's a little bit of laxity in you know in the administrators but yeah he was setting exams and he was doing everything properly and i mean probably the people that do it that the auditors came in and they tried to look into everyone's pe- peculiar papers and they found out that his were lacking you know so they asked him how were you able to teach this course unit and yet you are not a professional at it and his response was very funny like it's it's like a turning point for all of us out there you know and i keep talking about this you know like he said all he did was he read one topic ahead of the students that's that's like all he did he was this how did you manage to lecture students for a whole year you know and no one ever noticed and i mean this also this has been happening very much even in mulago hospital of course for doctors you have to have gone to medical school and all but like there's also a certain level where you're supposed to surpass and then you're given the permission you know but for as long as you know how to do a few things uh take heart rate and all that kind of stuff doctors please you put me in line if there's any, anything that I've misplaced but yeah that's that's all he did he was just the kind of person who read one topic ahead of everybody else you know and then he was able to come to class and teach them the topic that he had studied so it comes to tell you that sometimes you do not have to be you do not have to be and again i say <laughs> you do not have to be certified for you to be able to share information with people you know you just have to be one step ahead and yes you may also say that of course there there will always be people who are better than you there will always be people who are better than you but you should also keep in mind that there are also people who you are better than you know and as it is the information that you learn the information that you have the information that you've been able to collect only benefits you more when you're able to transmit it to someone else when you're able to share it with someone else 
Because then and only then will you be able to check your understanding. Because remember, you want to make sure that this person actually understands the concept that you're teaching them. And I mean, you, you try and make it permanent in their minds. So the more you try to help them, like have it like by heart in their hearts, you know, it, it, it like sinks deeper into you. So like it becomes part of you, it becomes muscle memory. So like, oh god, you know, I've gone off the topic very much, but I'm glad that whatever I'm saying, I hope is relevant. Um, I was telling you about um branding in general and how to get your product out there, and how to position your product and how to position yourself as well, how to position you as an individual, you know, because um what you want to know and what you want to always keep in mind is that people buy who you are. And not the product that you're selling, you know. I could, I, I give you an example of the iPhone. I give you an example of um, of Nokia as well. I've seen them trying to bounce back with a few gadgets. The phone, I've seen the phone on the billboards when you're using the Macaria main get as you're sloping down towards that uh, taxi stage. They have a billboard there for the phones and all that kind of stuff. I've seen them. If you actually go on Jumia, you'll be able to see the Nokia smartphones. But, I mean, it has been very many years that, you know, the, the company went silent. The company went silent. You can look at, you can look for other brands like Motorola. You know, if you still remember Motorola. Motorola was also there once. My mother owned a phone made by the company. And, I mean, you would hold the phone and you feel it has a bit of substance it was it was it was a it, it was a good phone it was a good phone like it would fall and all you had to do was go down and like pick the pieces as long as you've been able to see how far and how far i mean and how well they were they're supposed to be organized in the phone you'd patch it up and it works as quickly as possible you know just just like it just like never anything just like nothing ever happened something with the nokia you know the Nokia also had this phenomenal, but they're unable to keep themselves relevant. So this also comes to urge people out there that um, as much as you start in your brand, as much as you start in your product, you want to make sure that um, you want to make sure that what you're bringing in is firstly <coughs> excuse me. I think I'm developing a cold. <laughs> okay. So what you want to make sure is that um the biggest tip I can give you, okay, to conclude this. The biggest tip I can give you is that when you are starting a brand, when you're trying to create a brand, the most important thing you want to do is you want to create a new opportunity for people, but not an improvement. You know why because firstly improvements you know make people admit if there is at all one thing that people hate to do that we all hate to do that i hate to do that you hate to do is to admit that what we were doing was wrong or that we were wrong about something so an improvement gives people the perspective and the feeling you know that they were wrong and what you want to do, actually, you know, when we talked about the principles of leadership, um, one of them is that you want to caress people's weaknesses. You know, instead of telling them to take ownership of their weakness, you know, it's like getting someone to swallow a pin 
down that throat it's painful and it's not pain that you know you'd want to you you want you'd want to be you'd want to have as a companion but rather if you help people actually avoid swallowing the pain in the first place i mean you know you you will be friends with them so you do not want to create an improvement product but you want to create a new brand a new a new perspective a new way a new method a new means a new a new path you know so when you create a new path you give people a sense of opportunity you give people a sense of hope you know cuz if at all there is anything that people buy into very much and willingly is hope when people have hope they have faith you know and when people have faith they have drive and when people have drive they can accomplish anything and everything you know so once you are able to instigate and initiate this kind of uh this this kind of thought process and thought funnel in people's minds then you can be able to walk them down even the worst of paths and they'll still walk down with you you know they'll still be able to 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 go down with you any path that you take you know so if at all uh you're trying to you you're trying to establish a brand or you're trying to establish yourself or you already have a brand and you are and you are you know struggling to, to to get it on the way to get it on the path my advice to you is that what you are doing is i mean firstly i would like to commend you for the effort that you're putting in i mean no effort can ever go unappreciated or unnoticed whether it was a mistake whether it was a profit there's always something to learn from it there's always something to learn from it and of course as much as yes we do intend not to make mistakes and try to minimize mistakes we also need to understand that without mistakes we cannot be able to grow and like become better people and become more aware you know of how to maneuver and how to move about you know so the mistakes are the ones that actually give us discipline and give us um give us perspective and give us um give us a frame of mind of where it is that we want to go and how we want to get there so what you want to do is firstly um we could repos- we could reposition your brand into we could reposition your brand into a s- into a cult you know we create a sense of feeling around it you know so if it is about fitness you can talk about you can talk about well-being you can talk about mind uh you can affiliate it to um of course um feeling good uh being lightheaded um feeling happy like about yourself like self um self contentment and appreciation you can affiliate it to i mean looking good like looking good i mean people feel good when they see you with six packs and all but like as an individual like you feel good you know and i'm using that example because personally i do fitness and physique so um that is how i feel you know so ask yourself when people engage with my product how does it make them feel you know and also ask yourself okay i'm putting out this product what impact do i want to make what feeling do i want to, do i want to create so now when you are branding your product brand it around those feelings brand it around those kinds of perspective and thought trains so that whenever people find themselves triggered by these kinds by 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 something else you know and they're triggered to feel 
like any of the any of the aspects that your brand is related to then immediately they think about you you know immediately they think about your brand immediately they think about what it is that you're selling what it is you're offering because it is affiliated to the feeling that they have going at that point in time you know you can also refer to fitness you can also refer satisfaction to fitness you know so for example if someone is having a nice burger or something like that and then they feel that kind of you know that kind of feel like that kind of i don't know how to express it but that ecstasy that comes with you know getting something sweet and you know nice in your mouth and then they think about like 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 they think about uh your program then probably they may think about them they may have they may resort to having that meal as a cheat meal instead you know for those that are not familiar with the cheat meal it's actually that one-time meal that you have within a diet it can be um durated by week by a week or by a month or by three months it depends on how uh, strict you want to be with your program on your progress so yeah basically that's all um i had to share with you guys till tomorrow i will be looking forward to sharing with you guys a lot more on what i have learned and what i've been able to discover and as always i only share my thoughts and my perspectives and uh if there's anything that doesn't sit well with you if there's anything that you'd want me to elaborate on please contact me on any of my social media handles feel free i'd never ignore anyone by the way um there's someone actually that texted me on instagram and they're like i never thought i never expected you to answer you know and i was like but why like you took in the time and effort and put in the energy to text me why would i leave you hanging you know so if you're out there and you have this habit of like you know when people text you and then you ignore them yes i know sometimes people can be a little bit irritable but at least try to find out why they texted you you know you may it may not be what you think it is so yeah you could text me on any of my social media platforms at this is hosni t h t h i s i s h o s n i the spelling of hosni is very uh very important so yeah thank you guys for listening um i look forward to tomorrow take care